Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today I'd like to talk about the hot stocks for 2015. We're just about to move into December and I know a lot of you will be looking at uh, Christmas and uh, keeping your mind on family and uh, lots of things and holidays, etc. So maybe not um, thinking too much about your investments into 2015. 15. So I thought I'd get in a little bit early here. So, But right now, it really does seem to me that the market is swinging into what I think is getting back to sort of more normal behavior. I mean, I'm talking sort of even you know, pre-2005. You know, it's sort of we've had this 10 years where we've had this huge bull market, this huge bear market, and this sideways nothing sort of market. We're starting now to get back into more normal rhythms, and that's really what I'm sort of suggesting. So, because what I'm seeing is is the behaviour of investors, or they're not really, well, not currently overly bearish, and however, they're not really overly bullish either. I think they're sort of that bit of flux at the moment. And it says to me that the pendulum is swinging. Maybe we've gone from that. The downward sort of bearish news or the, the the bearish side of the market, so the pendulum is now swinging towards sort of that um, impulsive bullish move, and and I do really expect that uh, after next year, probably we we'll get a little bit of a pullback into 2015, but I think the next long term bullish market is just around the corner. So um, as the, um, the, the this, this, this suggests to me that the, the times are changing as the song goes. Uh, and I would suggest that also that um, that investors are concerned with, with or concerned about the market. So why are they concerned with the market right now? Because I said they're not overly bearish, but they're not overly bullish. Well, right now the Australian economy is in a state of flux because commodities have been falling. But this is normal sort of stuff. It's happened so many times before it's not funny. The dollar is also dropping because commodities are also falling. And it's likely to continue to fall. Our banks are facing tighter regulatory requirements and the market is up one month and down the next. Not to mention what's occurring offshore. With the, with the recent market pullback, like many investors, you may be wondering, well, how do I actually prepare my portfolio for 2015 and really what stocks should I buy? Well, I've got some answers for you. Now, every week I receive emails through my website, yourtradingmentor.com.au. So if you haven't found that, please get on there. Um, there's a free tips. You can just sign up for the free tips. We send out an email with some tips every single week. Um, and, and also we have our Trading Mental 10 Lesson course. If you're not sure how to get into the market right now or you're not sure how to buy and sell and you want to understand how to buy and sell a bit, you're not sure about trading but thinking it might be something for you, get on to our Trading Mentor Lessons. It's cheap, it's no risk and uh, you'll learn a hell of a lot with it anyway. But back to that, to this week's podcast. But, the, but every week I get emails from people into that Trading Mentor website. Um, tradingmentor.com.au with questions like uh, these ones in particular like how do I prepare my portfolio and what stock should I buy and how should I sell or how do I know when to sell so there's a whole range of questions I get asked in there all the time now and these uh, questions come from people looking for stock tips as they begin to learn the the how-to of investing and you can you I mean I'm not sure about you but can you recall the last time you actually took a stock tip was it yesterday was it last week maybe even last month well for me I 
don't ever remember taking stop ticks because well, it's that long ago it's gone out of my memory because to me uh, there's uh, I've just put an article together actually about this sort of thing about stock tips and to me no one person cannot follow another person's stock tips it's just not possible I think there's an article I've actually put in a blog a, a article from Gan in I think it's in the Trading Mentor blog, so you might go and have a look at that one as well, but you can't actually do that. But so, to me, stock tips are the worst way to actually invest and trade the market, but again, I digress. Now, to me, the single, single biggest reason that this question comes up from many investors is having a lack of confidence uh, to make their own investment decisions, which really just points to a lack of knowledge. And of course, taking tips from somebody you trust is really easy, but in doing this, what are you really giving up? And I know... Um, you know, I had people going, oh, yeah, I got this from a mate or I got this stock tip from the guy at work. And it's like, well, that's great. But are those people where you want to be? And and to me, it means is are they experts at what they're doing or are they experts in something else? So what's the quality of the tip? Now, I'd like to think the relationship between the dip tip giver and the kit tip taker like this. Um, as an investor, you can choose to be a fisherman or a fisherwoman if you're, if you're a female, or the take of a fish. So you can you know, either be fish yourself, and I'd rather teach a man to fish because then he's fed for life, but other people are takers of those fish. So, so whilst most people I speak to tell me they would rather be the former and actually be the fisherman and catch their own fish, many fail to find out exactly how to do that. They guess and they speculate and uh, they take tips, a whole range of things. And this means they remain dependent on others to find the fish. It's quite common for me to get people to say, well, how do I find a stock report that I can just buy and sell what they sell? That, again, is a fish taken, not a, a fisherman. Um, and you have so much more control and so much more comfort in the market if you're a fisherman and you actually do the fishing yourself. Um, this is fine whilst prices are rising. So, you know, in the big bull markets, if you're just taking tips, you're making money. But when the, the proverbial hits the fan, as we say, um, a lot of people had a lot of trouble from 2007 through to more recently. So when prices fall... Where, did, where are you left? And that's mostly in panic and, and disarray with your portfolio. As a fisherman, I learned how to analyze um, in what's called top-down analysis, which is a process I've, I've touched on in previous articles and podcasts, so you might like to, to visit them. Now, step one in doing a top-down analysis is, is I analyze, analyze, I can't even say it, I analyze the All Ordinaries Index, which represents the, the overall Australian market or the top 500 shares on our market. To see where that's actually headed. Then I drill down into each individual sectors, which one of those are performing best within the All Ordinaries Index. So, or where I believe the best fish will be next year. Now, it sounds complicated, however, it's really just a visual exercise. And I actually teach a bit of this um, in the Your Trading Mentor lessons, how to actually do some of this. So, like learning how to read a map, that's pre GFC days. Most of these young kids nowadays don't know how to read a map. Um, so you'd be, it's basically a roadmap, that top-down analysis of what's performing within the all-ordinary sector, sector and then go into those sectors, into the sectors themselves and find the best stocks in those sectors. It's pretty much what it is. So my target for the all-ordinary index for this year to, to the end of this year is currently still sitting around that 5,800 to, to 6,000 points. Now, it may not get quite up that much, but um, I'm still um, reasonably confident we're going to finish the market or the finish the year bullish. And although the market is currently trading well below that level, it has achieved some short-term targets that I have. And, and joining the dots shows how our markets are likely to pull back temporarily. And that's pretty common before they rise. They've got to pull back to rise again. That said, as investors or as an investor, it's important for you to be aware that in periods with increased volatility, the market can change direction 
direction quickly, which means it can become more unpredictable. Now, any major movement in their market would require a further review of the sectors that I'm looking at, but more specifically, so that you can follow my thoughts, if the market was to fall strongly below 5,300 points, and it fell about a little bit below that, but it's not super strong about below that, um, or if it were to really close strongly above 5,550 points in the near future, this could signal a change in my thinking for 2015, not necessarily the next month or two. So currently my top three sectors are healthcare, property, and industrials. Okay, I'm not in the, you've got to stay away from some of the mining stuff at the moment. Okay, on the biggest stocks I like for 2015, they can, they include healthcare, that's ResMed, R&D, Sonic Healthcare, SHL, Ansel, AWN, and Primary Healthcare. Primary looks really good, actually, so when I did a, for our students, I actually did a, um, I pulled it apart for our students only two weeks ago. Um, our students, we do a report for our diploma and advanced diploma students, and I said, you need to have a look at this stock. Um, on the property side of Stockland, or SG for Greg, P for Peter, Charter Hall Group, CHC, Goodman Group, GMG. In the industrial sector, we're looking at Asiano, AIO, um, or Toll Holdings, TOL. Toll looks really, really good as well. And Sydney Airport, SYD. So one of my favourite tips is to encourage investors to educate themselves and, and this is something we keep going on about is because uh, after all Einstein said education is the progressive realization of our ignorance and um, after all you don't know what you don't know and that's really where a lot of people get into the market they they think they know but they actually don't know they can't see past that uh, what they already know uh, and then they find they get into hurdles and troubles and whatever else because they haven't really considered it because they actually don't know what they don't know. But education allows you to trade more confidently and competently. So, um, and so putting time into your edu into educating yourself now, uh, you will reap the rewards later. And I'm positive of that. Remember um, uh, to get onto iTunes and rate this podcast at number five. Leave a testimonial. Um, we'd love you to do that. Um, if you're seeing that, please share it on your Facebook. Uh, your Twitter accounts, that sort of stuff as well. as um, it, That also helps us out. So we can keep putting this information out for free so you can learn. So I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. You've been listening to Talking Wealth. Uh, good luck, good trading. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.